Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weekly Night Podcast as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. We're uh, season two, episode 14 already. So uh, we're just uh, coming off the couple of uh, Colorado games from this week. Uh, last week, Dave and I recorded, I think it was right after, was it right after a Blues game? It was right after. Or LA. Yeah, it was after. So right at the LA game. AJ, this is typically where you say, hi, I'm AJ. Oh, yeah. And then Carlo <laughs> says, hi, I'm Carlo. And then I say, hey, guys, this is Eric. And then Dave says, hi, this is Dave. And I got so excited there. The shit that you want to talk about. So do we want to do that or we just we're good? OK, we got everybody. OK. Hi, hi I'm Eric. OK, good job. Hi, I'm oh. Dave. Hi, I'm uh, Carlo. Hi, and I'm Eric. And, and guys, I'm getting oh, a message. Uh, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> Andrew's, I'm getting a Andrew's in IR. Right <laughs> Andrew's gone. There's two Eric's. So. Okay, I'm getting a message from my microchip right now. Um, <laughs> the microchip saying that we need to make up. Uh, we need to make up a penalty call here. <laughs> there's two. There's two people here with microchips now, right? Three. 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 Yeah, I'm getting mine tomorrow. So yeah. Oh, cool. Buddy. Next week we will be able to run without the internet because we'll just go off of a 5G that is in our chips. So. Yep. If you don't have it yet, go get it because uh, you ain't cool unless and, you can have your own internet. And, and it will not be available unless you have uh, – the podcast will not be available unless you have 5G in your system. So, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. that would yeah. be really cool. Mm-hmm. So I heard that they're going to come out with a, uh, a little passport that shows that you can go places and stuff. So mm-hmm. I like that we have a podcast passport. If you don't have the 5G in your arm, you're out. Also, you get free donuts from Krispy Kreme. <laughs> don't worry don't worry don't worry about coronavirus diabetes will get you <laughs> hey <laughs> is there a vaccine for diabetes <laughs> i mean there's i, I wish <laughs> there's not a vaccine okay, for, but uh but yeah i mean you can get a free donut every day for the rest of the year and it is not even quite april so you have nine months of free donuts that's like what 270 days I don't know. That's that's like 12, 13 dozen. I mean, they're going to give you a couple hundred dollars with donuts if you go every day. So and I don't know. I, I put on too many pounds during quarantine as it is anyway. Yeah, you can only get one. So, <laughs> you know, there's going to be somebody that does it every day, right? No, for sure. You're only quarantined once. Okay. So just live it up. Live it up in quarantine i I, I sure as hell hope so carla (laughs) okay so uh aj uh congratulations you got this completely derailed with your terrible open so here we are now let's (laughs) let's try to get this back on track okay because that's typically what you do so carlo and i are typically just talking about random shit dave's getting a little upset you are supposed to rein us back in and you are not reining us back in well godzilla had has lasers it's coming out this week is it yes. first? Is it is it now? Do we have to wait so, till midnight, or can we watch my it early? Assumption is it? midnight. It's midnight because it's a movie, I think, on HBO. Because so it's not HBO Max, yep. Mi- yeah. Midnight Eastern or midnight your local time? Because I hope local. it's midnight Eastern. Oh, that'll suck. I'm pretty sure gonna, it's local. I was gonna watch it at nine o'clock. I mean, we could we should actually do a we could try yeah. a weekday pod just for us watching <laughs> Godzilla and Kong. <laughs> but and watch things go off the rails again. Here, here's the, here's the caveat. We haven't got, we haven't got on the rails. <laughs> well, no, there, there are no rails. What 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 are rails anymore? But no, for real. Uh, if we're gonna watch that though, uh, the the only requirement is that we have to help make sound effects ourselves. Also, I realized, uh, Eric, that you I I remember you mentioned Godzilla has lasers, so he has advantage. But I just re- realized King Kong has also a huge advan- advantage. 
opposable thumbs. <laughs> so I mean, I, I can already tell what our sponsored song so is going to be. It's going to be off the rails and crazy trained by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> so hold on. Here, here, here's, here's the deal. Opposable thumbs don't stand up to lasers. Literally, Godzilla should cut the... I mean, opposable the... thumbs can grab a laser gun and use Ooh, it. Ooh, I like what so, Grab that. a shield. There we go. Exactly. There we go. Okay, Tools, AJ, man. any point you want to just get us talking all right, about all right. title, title of this pod. <laughs> title of this episode is that this pod is a train wreck. Um, so that's just solidified. But all right, let's, Buffalo. Let's go Monday, Vegas, Vegas versus St. Louis. How'd that go? Uh, we won yeah, quite very quite handily. Uh, di- was that the game that Dipshit Bennington tried to fight somebody or like fake feigned at? at yeah, yeah fake, was fake swung. Yes. Like, yeah. yes, swung his some... shoulder. At the yeah. ref. <laughs> no, it was it was towards Carlson. He has something against Carlson. Yeah, but one of the refs <laughs> was in the way though too. Yeah, so it looked like he was about to hit the ref with his stick. <laughs> it was oh, man. also this, this is, is the game where out. this is the game where Colsar scored his first goal. Yeah, I was. I was very happy. uh, If he did not score on that, on that wide open net, though, like he was just never gonna ever. If if he James kneeled that one, if he would have hit that off the post, that would have just been like, all right, just just quit trying. You're done. I mean, I'm really liking Colasar's contributions lately, though. He's fight. He's fighting. He's fighting. (laughs) Over like he's leading, the, is he le- he's leading the team in fights. I don't think yeah, he's leading the sword. league because I think Curtis Campbell is just no. fighting everybody. Uh, I mean, he's calling... fighting everybody. Fighting. Let's see. Well, I'll, I'll look that up. It. I'm I'm confident it's Curtis Campbell because he fought. He got absolutely buckled by Mc, uh, not McDermott, but uh, who was the, uh, the King's, King's guy? This, yeah, McDonald or McDermott. M A C something. Yeah. Just absolutely buckled him like. <laughs> Man, like I don't think he's won a fight all season, and he, and he, like mm. he's he's dis- trying to be their version of Ryan Reeves, and he's yeah. the the biggest he, similarities is they're not doing much in the ice. Although Reeves actually, he's really he's he's a nice guy on Twitter. Like he's a yeah. really really yeah. like good dude. He's just I, I gave him a lot of praise for his props for Leonard there, but he is <laughs> he's, leading he's, the league. He is leading the league in majors. He has five. Pat Maroon. And Getzlaff, our second one. Wow. Four. But like, but I've never seen somebody who's like such a great dude, like off the ice, but like actually a total piece of shit, like a complete I mean, piece of shit. Like yesterday, he just had like the worst hit on like one of the Coyotes players. And like, yeah, he got fined for that. And a five minute major, like, misconduct. He got kicked out of the game. Yeah, he got, no, he got, he got game misconduct. He got fined. Like, it's, I mean, I, I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to inject something into that lineup, and it's just not working because that team is bad. They're about to break the playoffs. Like, you welcome can't... to the Stick Hungry Pod, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if, if we want to get that guy on here to, to talk about uh, the Sharks, we can. And it's, um, it's crazy because me and Dave were talking about this just before you guys came on. Is that the Sharks is not even they they have a a shot at the fourth spot because they're not that far behind, but. I don't think they are. I think it's between Arizona and LA for that fourth spot, to be honest with you. Didn't the Sharks just get shut out a couple yeah. games ago by like that? Just no, like, yes, sir. Last night, it was last yeah, night. Yeah, I was gonna say, at some point, it just starts crushing them. So, yeah. I mean, technically, I mean, we can talk about, yeah, we can talk about it. I guess talk about it now because we're talking about the Blues, but I mean, Carlo, I know you mentioned it a couple weeks ago and you've mentioned it a couple times in our chat, but St. Louis doesn't play anybody this month in the month of April except for. 
Minnesota, um, Colorado, Vegas. and Vegas. Yeah. And once Arizona, yeah. Arizona once, and they're, they're bad against Arizona anyway. Yeah, yeah. and they're probably not. I mean, they're, the best they're they can hope for, playing well. The best they can hope for for that stretch is a split. I don't think they can win any of those series. Like the bet, maybe they they can. I don't know, but it's their schedule is so so tough, man. Yeah, it, they, yeah, they I, needed to take advantage earlier in the season when they played Arizona seven times in a row, but they lost that series. I mean, I think it, I think they went like what? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's like they can't yeah. play Arizona except for one more time to you know kind of shut Arizona down. But I wouldn't even if they did play again multiple times. I don't think St. Louis would be able to. I think Arizona Arizona, would beat them. Arizona's doing this without Kemper. Yep. Um, Arizona did a lot of this without Ekman Larson earlier in the season. Um, I think they had another injury too. Um, yes. Jolison maybe. I think I think they need uh, a little bit more. If they really want to do this playoff push, though, I think Arizona needs to uh, get someone. They maybe can't Taylor they have, Hall. They, they have zero. Nice job. They have zero <laughs> picks to trade in an ad. They can't do anything. It's going to come know, from within so. that room. Little, I, I, little I just update. To... Little update to the fights. Is other site here is actually has conflicting information. It says your Austin Watson has six and a whole oh. bunch of players tied at four, including Gabriel and Colasar. But oh well. Oh well. I think this is bad right now though. Like they're yeah. I, they might they're hurt. <laughs> they're hurt. I actually I, I'm gonna be more surprised is if they actually make it to be honest with you. But to to tie that back to something um, about that affects Vegas given the fact you know we're supposed mm-hmm. to talk about Vegas on the Vegas pod um, is it means so much more this year to get that one seat. So that Colorado series where we, we didn't necessarily split, they got three points. We got two points out of the series. Um, that matters though. The fact that we're up, we have one game in hand. We have one point lead on them. We're going into play the Kings right now. If we need to hold that one seed because the four seed, whether it be St. Louis, LA, San Jose, or Arizona, doesn't matter who. Um, sorry, Anaheim, you have no chance. Uh, that is such an easier series than having to play Minnesota in that first round. Oh, yeah, completely it, agree. Yeah, it's 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 such a different because I think there's like a few tiers in the West Division. I think it's Vegas and Colorado, and then right below them is Minnesota, and then there's like the other there's like four teams, and then at the bottom is uh, Anaheim. Because I think those four teams are closer to each other than uh, like the rest of the the thing. It's we we actually got our predictions, our preseason predictions correct, except the third team wrong. Uh, it, it's Minnesota instead of St. Louis. Yeah. you know. Um, question. Just uh, I guess do we want to wrap anything else up on that St. Louis game? Just to, before we move to the the big, obviously the thing that we want to talk about most and what's gonna dictate the rest of the year the most which is Colorado so anything else on St. Louis before I move on nah, I was gonna say kind of wrap that up yeah. um yeah whatever uh <laughs> but my my thought on it I guess my question so if you look at it Colorado's have their four home games and you can make home ice and all these things you can talk about whatever you want to me I think the most important thing when it comes to home away in that series is last change for Colorado mm-hmm. When they can sit there and go, oh, cool, you're putting out your fourth line. Here's McKinnon. Like, oh, we don't yeah. care that they were just on the ice. Here's McKinnon again. Deal with it. That is a really big trump card. Or when they can match their um, blue line. When they can put 
Taves and McCarr out there or just two really gifted offensive defensemen because they're not worried about it against your fourth line, that really benefits them. Versus when Vegas is at home, they can lie and match at that point. So to me, I think the fact that Colorado's had their four games and currently they have one more point than Vegas out of the series. And one of the games Vegas lost with what, 40 seconds left when Brandon Saad yeah. got that, that game should have went to overtime. Um, we shut them out, I think twice. One yeah. game, it was three. There's only been two blowouts. And I think those are, I think Carlo, you were talking about that. that, that those are the outlier games, right? Yeah. Like five, one's not going to happen again, even as bad as it looked. I mean, that game was yeah. as piss poor as a game as Vegas has had this year. Same yeah. thing when, when we beat them 3-0. Colorado's not going to ever be that bad against us if we yeah. play in a seven-game series. So what do you guys kind of think about just Colorado as a whole? Well, if we win or if for win, we end up playing them in the series, there's going to be multiple overtime games. I can see that happening. I think uh... – Right, uh, Ryan Hockey Guy posted something about before the, the 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 series. He posted something about what you guys are looking for in the series, and I I my reply was I just wanted to compete. I don't know, I don't care who won or lost uh, this series, but I just wanted to see how we match up between them. Um, the first game obviously didn't really inspire anything because we got blown out, but after that second series, it's a good bounce back, and I think it was this this series was more of a pop quiz to see where we're at because we're going to see them again later in the season. That's another pop yeah. quiz, but we, the final, the final exam is going to be in the playoffs. That's going to be the real test because the Vegas right now can still improve. This is, and Colorado, these are not the final products in either exactly. both teams. It's just a measuring stick where, where they are right now, because like we didn't have Petriangelo. I was just going to say that. Yep. That was the point. That they, I was, was going to say that Petro. I don't put much stock into early season, mm-hmm. regular season matchups against yeah. this particular team. It's like, Oh, you got your ass kicked. Like, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, you play them again later on in the year, you have different matchups. You have different players playing, maybe different injuries, different trades, bringing people in for either team. A couple of big points to kind of touch on what Dave's talking about when it comes to injuries they are absolutely wearing the fuck out of Philip Grubauer. Now he's probably, he's probably overtaken. um, When you really look at it, he's probably overtaken um, flurry for second in the Vezina. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's been lights out in the last, I think he's like eight, no, or something like, I mean, over the last 10 games that he's played, he's, he's absolutely phenomenal. 1.8 something goal against average. But he's got like six more games than the next closest Mm -hmm. goalie. Like he's playing way too much. Even Tampa spelling Vasilevsky more than they are spelling him like so that sucks to Colorado's credit though um they they are actually doing a really good job limiting Grubauer's work though when he is oh, playing. His chances. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they are they are a absolute puck possession mm-hmm. but the second point to talk about Dave when it comes to regular season versus postseason and I know every there's two two line of thinking out there right like is postseason the same or is it different I don't, if you've watched enough hockey, you understand that the game is completely different when it gets to the playoffs. It just is like, you can say whatever you want. At some point it becomes a slower game, a heavier game and stick infractions and stuff like that are called much less in the playoffs. I think that benefits Vegas in this instance versus Colorado. Yep. Vegas will get, get with a lot more and be able to play their style because if you look at the games that 5-1 game was not their style but that the the sun or the what, saturday afternoon game that was their style right like limit the chances just kind of try to be a little heavier in that 
probably should have won that game in overtime. Flurry, we don't need to necessarily talk about it too much, but he let two pretty soft ones in that game. So, yeah. What do you think, Andrew? Yeah, I was just well on that Saturday game or yesterday. I, I was surprised they didn't play Leonard, um, but like you said on on chat and on Twitter, Carlo was probably because Flurry wanted to redeem himself. But um, I was still just a little surprised that Leonard wasn't playing since it was kind of that you know on off or every other that we've seen him lately. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, I was happy with the way that game ended. Uh, I, based on Colorado scoring on their first shot on Saturday, I was like a little bit nervous, uh, but Fleury at least pretty much cleaned it up. Um, you know, let, let another soft one in, like you said, Eric, but yeah, I mean, patches, you know, did his thing. Carrier obviously uh, <laughs> got, got a tip in. So that was nice to see Carrier's like starting to light it up a little bit. Um, we've been seeing a lot more from our, our bottom six, but still nothing close to what Colorado's bottom six was looking like the game before. Yeah, and not just Flurry kind of cleaned up after the bad start. I mean, the whole team ended up playing better later on in the game too. Yeah. I mean, they just, they looked sloppy out there at the very beginning and slow, very slow at the beginning until they finally got their legs and worked their system and, started grinding down on Colorado. Now, does, does anybody think uh, because of the, the cap issues that at deadline, maybe they make a small move, but also, you know, once we roll into the playoff season, are they, are they going to bring up a bunch of people and sit them in for the playoffs, like on our roster, since there's not cap issues at that point? I think there's two things to look at. If Petrangelo plays in the next week, I don't think a move happens. It, I mean, I don't see them moving anybody out unless it's Holden, unless they can get somebody to take Holden's contract, which I don't even think they want to because Holden has proved to be reliable when he comes in. So I don't think there's any space to make a move there. And then on your second point, God, there's as much as I want anything that you said to be true, Vegas has not ever proven the fact that they're going to play a young, inexperienced person in the playoffs. They had Gusev, right? Coming off, he wasn't a KHL MVP, but I mean, he was their leading scorer multiple times. Sat, I mean, you're up three games to one versus San Jose, and you don't even give him any run, right? So, okay, he didn't play. Um, Glass, they sent him to the AHL, right? Like, Haig didn't get any run as, as a rookie. The only rookie that got any run, and by the time the playoffs started, he wasn't really a rookie anymore. That was White Cloud last year. So they just have different coach who did that. He was still, no, he was a he was a rookie. He's still considered a rookie this year. I'm just. Yeah, White yeah, Cloud is still considered a rookie this he, year, yeah. He was under the game limits for a regular season. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just I, – as much as I would love Carlo to be correct that Krabs gets any sort of run, I, I just don't – I don't believe it will happen, even though he's better than anybody other than Tuck in the bottom six. I think um, there's – there's uh, there was an interview with McCray. I forgot where he was, where he said something about – this deadline's a little bit different because they don't have any uh, budget. But he said he did say something like the deadline was done more in the offseason by Corian Petrangelo. It, it was such a big ad. That was like a dead, their deadline ad. Yeah. It's it going to feel like a deadline ad since yeah. they've been out for so long. <laughs> that and like, you know, the season started a little bit later. But that, that was the, because other than the year where they added, Pacioretty and Stasny in the uh, offseason. There was not really that big, those big moves. Uh, you, you know what I mean? 
uh, other than other than those who you know, prior. So, and they don't. And this is the first year they, where they don't really have any wiggle room, unless uh, they do that three team thing where kind of like how Leonard well, how Leonard happened last year where they sent it to Toronto. So Toronto ate some of his salary too. So it was Chicago and Toronto basically playing Leonard, uh, paying Leonard last year. Carlo. But we still don't have any room for that. We have $133,000 of deadline space. The, yeah. the minimum is like six seventy five or seven fifty or something. So even if you get eight teams to eat money, you can't get anybody. Yeah, it's yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah, a, a really it's long. I say it's a very long shot. It's it's. I'm not gonna get my hopes up for a deadline move. To be honest with you, do you think what, what do you what do y'all think is gonna happen with Glass right now with being healthy scratched? And... I think he's I, gonna get his spot back eventually. This, I, I don't think they're giving up on him. This season? Yeah. I know it's – they did say they were doing rotation, but now he's sat, well, what, three games in a row now he's sat? He I, didn't play this week. He didn't play in any of the yeah. games this week. His first game that he missed was the um, St. Louis game where they won 5-1, so you knew he wasn't playing the next game. Then they get absolutely dummied, same 5-1, and they don't bring him back in. So at some point you go, okay, well, if you don't bring him back in, the only move that they made was uh, they put Nosek back down to the fourth line instead of third line. And, and Coughlin. Coughlin, and Coughlin for, for Holden. And Holden had a fairly clear, hey, buddy, you probably should have been able to clear that McCarr where McCarr just walked right around him. Yeah. So, I mean, you could understand Holden coming out. Um, God. You got to figure think, out. You still got to figure think he gets – sent down to Henderson just to get some games then at all. If 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 they were planning to do that, he would have been sent down already. Probably, but yeah. longer it goes, the more he sets, the less I like that. I actually don't, I don't like I, players setting, especially young guys. Carlo, I'll, I'll I'll disagree with you a little bit. I don't think it would have already happened because they were in Colorado, played mm-hmm. Saturday That's afternoon. Mm-hmm. They were flying back to Vegas and Henderson was in in at home. So he couldn't have gone and played that night like they weren't even back by the time he would have needed to be there i mean like if they were planning if it's gonna, to play, if it's gonna play, happen it's gonna happen now if they're i mean if they were planning to not play him they could have just kept him in vegas before they flew to colorado because they played him uh kept him in case they, somebody gets hurt or something they, uh, somebody has the sniffles somebody has covid so i mean you yeah. can't send him back when he is your 13th forward and risk an nhl game I having still, to play Thomas Jerko or I still think um, I, I still think they're not giving up on glass and neither am I because I, I, I've said this in the chat I don't think I've said it uh, because the the glass is frustrating because we see flashes mm-hmm. of his like what he can be he just needed to do that consistently we've seen him make really good plays and then for a long time he 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 seems invisible and then you see the flash we need to that flash to turn into a spark and then he get he starts getting on fire that's what we need from him you know i pointed this out last week when uh it was just dave and i and uh it's like when he gained that weight it affected his his speed Uh, obviously he's had knee surgeries as well um but his speed is an issue right now or at least this year yeah i remember last offseason i think it was in the preseason game against the kings last year where i think it was kopitar that he deked like off off his skates that was cody glass and i'm like wow look at this kid and i feel like i haven't seen that from him at all this year because i think his agility did suffer 
after putting on that weight. Maybe he needs to get back to his com- comfortable playing weight. It doesn't have to be that like big boy, you know, maybe lose. May- he gained what, 20 pounds in the offseason? Maybe lose 10, like find up that medium. Maybe that he's more comfortable there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he did something to make something out. To answer the, the question, AJ, I don't think he gets it back this year. I think, I mean, when you just go through three playoff style games, right? Like you got to assume before we had beaten St. Louis, that that was going to be a playoff preview, right? Then Colorado, you know, you're comparing yourself against them come playoff time, right? So those are three high pressure playoff style games and he gets benched for all of them. Okay. Like if he comes back and spells somebody and plays against Anaheim or against the Kings or against Arizona or any of those, even if he flashes, does it mean much? I, I think, I think DeBoer showed us what he feels his best lineup is come Colorado or even St. Louis first round playoff. And I think it's him sitting on the bench, unfortunately. Yeah. DeBoer plays the best, he, the, the best player he thinks, who he thinks the best players are. And that goes back to the goalies. I think part of the why he started flurry because I think he, I I think he, Pete thinks that flurry is playing in the Vesna caliber all season. So I feel like he kind of you know quote unquote won the job, sort of thing. Kind of like how Leonard won the job in the bubble last year. It's it's hard to pull flurry when he's playing like he is this season. Although he did like his past few games, he did he did dip. But. Yeah. And though I, I do agree they were giving him a, a redemption game to see how he'd handle because he has shown a history of coming back in after a bad loss of yeah. actually playing really well. Yeah. And I thought he was good that game, except for the first that first shot uh, that he let in. He was, I think both I think was, both should have been stopped. I, I think what I was think the both, second goal again? I can't remember. Oh, it he was left like way too much. He left way too much yeah. open. Um they deked around McNabb and I was it Don scoring? Went top I mean, yeah, I mean, when he's when he's left alone like that, it's like you can't blame it all on the goalie because the defense should have oh, yeah. left I'm not him blaming it all dry. on the goalie. No, no, I'm yeah. not blaming it all on the goalie. I'm just saying that he left too much of the top corner open. Probably, I, I don't know. I, I think if if you give him that shot ten times, he saves it nine the next nine. That so it, when you start looking at it like that, you go, okay, well, he probably should have saved both of those, in my opinion. Yeah. And I agree, he should have saved it, but. I think I even put it in our group chat. It's like, hey, he, uh, he kind of got screened there by our own guys there a bit as well, too. So he didn't yeah, pick I, it up right I away, but he, he did. He did leave the top corner open. Yeah, I don't think he had a terrible game. I just don't think those were good goals that he gave up. Same the, thing with the other five. I think probably the three, of those, the, three of those should have been stopped. Like, uh, Yeah, I thought the Thursday game was also a bad showing for Fleury. It wasn't just a thing. I think it was a bad showing overall because Fleury, especially that what the, the – the corner shot where he oh, just he just oh. went through his arm. Oh. He yeah, that that's one he it snowballed really from there. It just kind of the team from that point, because it was I think that made us go down two one. Yeah. And then at that point it was over. It was just like, all right, he let four in in the in the third that was, and that was that. That was probably Flurry's worst second. game in the season, to be honest with you. Yeah, for sure. like fair do, you, yeah. do you guys think he's getting tired? Yeah, I do. Um at some point. Yeah, but I'm not concerned about it because we do have Leonard. And that's one advantage we do have against with uh, for against Colorado. Here's is that we well, do have yeah, a yeah. capable backup. Here's my theory. I think at the very very minimum, DeBoer is trying to get him to pass Eddie Belfour as soon as possible. And that's I think Corey's like really really into it right now. Like that's he's super obsessed with his his records, right? So 
So, you know, we, we know how excited he gets over those. I'm sure that he's like, I just want to win a few more and <laughs> give me a break. But, he, um, but yeah, I mean, he's like, he still get there already. if he goes every other, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to play three or four games every week for the rest of the season. There's no two-day breaks anymore. It's it's every other game or back-to-backs. There's six back-to-backs remaining. So this week, yeah, of of the of the games that are that are left, I mean, he's. I mean, I could see him splitting. Wait, how many games are left? How many have we played? Thirty-two. Uh, Is it thirty-two we played? So then, what, so. you got twenty-four left. I mean, I could see it probably being like. 14 to 10, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think I think that's more of a split. I don't think you gotta assume this. You gotta assume the six are gonna be for sure. So there's six and six, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the back to backs. Yeah. So then the other ones, I could see it. Like I guess that I could see 14 and 10 if they think Flurry's the starter. Which DeBoer in the post game essentially came out and said that said, "Hey, Flurry's got us here. That it was no a no brainer to go back to him." Like, mm-hmm. and and that's look as much as people freaked out last offseason or not offseason but last playoff run when he kept giving it to Leonard because Leonard had earned it he's a coach that has proven he's going to play who he believes gives his team the best chance to play same thing last two years ago in the playoffs when Martin Jones just continued to absolutely give up goals nobody in their right minds thought come game five when they were down three one and he just got shellacked he was going to put Martin Jones back in there they were all going to Dell he put Martin Jones back in there they turned that series around they won in seven now we don't need to relitigate that, but my point is he probably knows the room better than any of us idiots. That's completely 100% agree with that. For sure. All the couch coaches that are out there, you know, it's thinking that they know better. It's like, how about you let the professionals handle this? Yeah, exactly. Um, we're just here to speculate and do our thoughts, but I think. And have fun. Yeah. And have fun, but okay, they, they know best. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Buffalo, then I don't know. Maybe we can coach better. Well, dude, there, there's no fun being had. I... <laughs> when when their two when their two interim coaches had to sit out for COVID, the GM should not have come down. The GM should have just said, "Guys, it's your game. You guys are the players. Go have fun. Let's see what works." Because it can't couldn't be any worse, right? You've already broken a yeah. record for most. Yeah, everything when else this, gone the shit for him. Why just, not just let the players coach themselves in that game? I guess it reminded me of Patrick Brown being the assistant coach for Henderson in the preseason. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I saw somebody not not to get on a Buffalo tangent, but somebody showed a screen grab of Taylor Hall yesterday before the game. Like he just looked really, really sad as the um, national anthem was being played, and somebody was like, "Somebody go get Taylor Hall out of Buffalo." And I was like, "Hmm." He chose to go there. Like, yeah, exactly. He, had, he could have gone anywhere in the league. It was his choice. He took a one-year deal to go to Buffalo and then said how much he liked it. It's like, all right, I, I don't feel bad for him anymore. And, Carlo, I think you made the point probably like six weeks ago that you want nothing to do with him. I could not agree more. Like, yeah. he is just toxic to every franchise he goes to. Except for that one year in New Jersey. One year. That's it. <laughs> that and he year. probably, if you really go back and relook at the numbers, he probably shouldn't have won the heart. Like, yeah, yeah he had a good they year. They didn't begin to get robbed. Yeah, he should not have won the heart. It should they have been. because New Jersey made the playoffs that year. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I understand why. It's just, yeah. So, yeah, McKinnon got robbed. I agree. Also, McKinnon, is, I mean, to, to kind of wrap on Colorado, I guess to talk a little bit more on the Colorado series, I mean, that, be- that top line, is stupid. Like as as much as everybody talked about how great our misfit line was year one, this might be the best top line in hockey. Like 
Yeah. I mean, to be fair to Vegas, though, they, they did hold McKinnon to one point that whole time, that whole series. Yeah, okay, but, uh, okay, but what, 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 about the, what about the rest of the line? But, I, the, I didn't uh, say the rest. I said McKinnon. I don't get to <laughs> one point. <laughs> buddy, that, I mean, every time they were out against any of our no. lines, it was just them for a good 90 seconds in their zone with dangerous chance after dangerous chance after well, dangerous chance. They were skating circles around I, I half agree. The first game, yes. The second game, I felt like we kind of shut them down a little bit in the second and third period. Uh, on that on that second game, I think I think they uh, didn't really we didn't really see much of them in those. Uh, I was gonna say Vegas did own more of the play in the later half of that game. Yeah. yeah. But the key word also that you mentioned was kinda. <laughs> kind kinda. Yeah, I, I'm not saying they're bad, but like, yeah, they're 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 very good, but. It's uh, we have They're a very good line too. Who scary. got who got who was really uncorrect, uncharacteristically mediocre in those two games? Who's, the the stone, stone line? line, yeah. The stone line got got absolutely abused in those games. Stone was on ice for, like for a bunch of the goals goals against, and he didn't have like any points last game. I even tweeted it. I haven't seen Stone play that defense that bad in in like since playing for the golden knights to be honest with you that's because I'm uh, sure. there's one one thing with stone is as good as he is and good he's with the stick and timing things we all know his skating is not yeah the best you put him up against mckinnon and, he, and mckinnon's gonna have done a literal 200 foot back and forth by the time like a bag skate by the time that stone gets to the and I think everyone's that's why, gonna yell out oh boy i think that's why the biggest um uh, the best matchup for vegas against the mckinnon line is the misfit line because they are able to skate with them and you have riley and carlson to kind of yep. play defense so as long as oh, marshall yeah. stays out the box <laughs> right yeah he didn't, didn't waste that uh, much time that one time <laughs> so it was like i think he was st louis right he like it was like not even a minute and he went he went to the box so uh, I think you're right. Tuck Tuck is still very fast. That that's yeah. still a thing. Like uh, he Tuck it is... never ceases to surprise me when when he when he accelerates. You're like, oh wow, he's he's going. Like look at him go. And for for his size too. Holy shit, man! That's just a. It's crazy how athletic that kid is. So, I would not want to get hit by him when he's at full speed. Like oh god, <laughs> that much mass going that fast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. I think we talked about some of our, you know, positives and negatives from the past week. Uh, so we got the Kings in the wild upcoming four games this week, uh, back to back. What Wednesday, Thursday, is it? Yeah. Yep. Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. All at T-Mobile, thankfully. They still, I don't, they haven't lost with fans in attendance yet, right? They lost. Wait, I they lost one. No, 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 no. I don't think they have. No, I, I guess lost. LA. Right? No, it yep. was, that was in LA. Yeah, that was in, in LA. LA. was in LA. Yeah. No, no I don't think so. Fans yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was. I'm thinking of Henderson is the one. That the, the first game was uh, the first of March where they won in overtime when they were down three in the third. Oh yeah, and then that was Stone's five point game. Yep. And then yeah, you so you beat Minnesota both times at home. You beat uh, San Jose both times at home. You beat St. Louis that we just talked about, and then this week you got. Uh, it was March 1st that had the first and, fans, and, and, right? Yep. March yeah. 1st, yeah. yeah. No, they, they have not lost. lost at home since then. Mm-hmm. And they haven't lost with the gold jerseys. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's keep it up then. Yes. Yeah, keep wearing the gold jerseys. And not, I the, mean, uh, just not the gold helmet. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. We haven't seen the gold helmet in a little while. Well, like Eric, we, you and I were talking this morning. Uh, you know, you looking in the stands there, you know, look how dark it was at that time, even though it was right the very first game and not many people had jerseys, but it does stand out. I mean, as opposed to the gray. You need those gold or red jerseys. I, I, I don't think they will, but I would love them to incorporate a red jersey as a whatever permanent third. permanent, time, permanent I would thing. keep the retro or fourth. Yeah, I love this jersey. It's my favorite. The reverse retro is my favorite, especially on the ice. Like it looks, it just looks no, good. It's 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 the best looking on TV by far. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, yep. The best in person, in my opinion, is still the gold, but that's in person. Like it looks terrible on TV. And also what was with the saturation on the Colorado broadcast? That gold looked like it was impressive how bright and saturated it looked. It was weird. Like if if they would have had the gold jerseys, ooh, it would have been bad. Is it the lighting (laughs) in Bell Center? Bell Center that's a that's a new name, right? Bell Center? Yeah, that's the new that's a new name of it. Ball Center, not Bell Center. Ball Center. Ball Center. Bell is uh the big conglomerate in Canada. Yeah. That everybody says fuck Bell, so hey, whatever. Yeah, I, so. I, I don't, I don't know that a uh, Ball Center is uh, also the the most amazing name out there. You know, no. <laughs> they don't no. even play with a ball. <laughs> you idiot! I mean, they do the Nuggets. Do, <laughs> the Nuggets. I was gonna say the Nuggets do play there too. So <laughs> the old <laughs> Center. Um, but I think what it is is it's similar to baseball, where each home arena has a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where they put their cameras and the cameras that they use and all that stuff. So everything feels different. Like people, when they watch San Jose games, absolutely hate the um, camera angle just because it's so high. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It doesn't bother me because I watch it actually quite a bit of San Jose just because I like watching that train wreck. But yeah. And that arena is laid out a little bit differently. I mean, it's a very old one, right? Yeah. It's SMB, an older yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, opened up mid nineties, I think. Because it wasn't oh, their original one, I know that. They they're talking out, that they're out. not going to be able to, uh, going to be able to stay in San Jose whenever because Google is out. Is it Google or Apple? It's one of those two. Both. Be- yeah, it's one. It's one of those where because they want to expand their campus or something like that. Yeah. So they, yeah. They're closer to the Google campus, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, you're the you're the IT nerd here, so you would know that better than us. I mean, where they are is actually like I'm pretty sure close to the you know, San Jose airport and stuff like that. So it's like pretty downtown. It, it is because when I went there twice during the 2019 year, I knew it was close by. So, so what are they going to do? Are they going to move or are they going to move? They're not going to be able to afford anything in, in San Jose. I, I mean, I mean, here's my suggestion. Move in with the uh, Golden State Warriors in their arena. I mean, it actually might make sense that they might have to do something like that. But they'll never, like, they'll never let them. You guys have to understand that. Once, yeah, once, they, once an NBA team is broken away, they're never letting somebody come in. Yeah, true. So, uh, so yeah, let's take our uh, commercial break and then do some around the NHL stuff and close it up for the day. So we'll be back in a minute. Sponsored by Krispy Kreme. Go get your donut. No, Ozzy Osbourne crazy train off the rails. I thought it was God, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. I mean, Godzilla versus Kong. We can have multiple sponsors, guys. All right, perfect. Yeah. So coming March 31st, watch Godzilla versus Kong. If Godzilla Watching. loses this, it's going to be the biggest fucking choke job that we've seen <laughs> since Vegas was up 3-0 to zero and had uh, had to kill a penalty off versus San Jose. They didn't I mean, have enough Krispy Kremes in their system to get their sugar going. So that, That's bigger than Tampa losing in four. That's bigger than Tampa losing the the Ford, the Columbus, after <laughs> yeah. dominating the regular oh season. Uh, no, 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 no,
evens the, evens the scale. I'm Corey Francois. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. What did I just listen to? Oh, f- this game. This game, is, this game is just bullshit now. Oh my gosh. I actually, they actually make me feel uncomfortable. What was it? Panty what? The game has gone to bullshit. Panty melted? Why do we record these during the middle of games? Oh, God. Be sure to listen to Corey and I every Monday. We are your go-to source for the Arizona Coyotes on the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, and and we're back. We never we never went away. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I, we right. just finished watching Godzilla vs. Kong while eating our Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh, I might so, go get a Krispy Kreme when I, uh, when I go to the office here. What was, Dave, what was the other... Uh, that we were listening to Ozzy Osbourne. Oh yeah, crazy while crazy. listening, yeah, while listening to Ozzy Osbourne. Crazy I don't know. Dave, Dave had a real good sponsorship opportunity yesterday with the Arby's, and now all I've been thinking. Oh, about that's it. true. God, <laughs> I just it's really down the there. street from me. It's really yeah. down the street from me. I can walk there. God, I didn't realize you were that close to me. Yeah, I live in that corner. Oh well, close by there, but yeah. Yeah. All Anyways, right, so. Andrew. <laughs> so let's uh. Let's let's get back on on track here for our uh, train wreck podcast of the month. Um, so around the NHL, uh, who wants to talk about the trade news here? Uh, I'll start out there. Uh, the quarantine has been officially cut from 14 days to seven days for, for players going for the U.S. to Canada. So uh, that's going to be good for them. They have less time to worry about players setting and not playing in their games. Uh, it may open up the market a bit more, just depending on teams cap room and everything so uh, i can't we all probably had a feeling that they would end up doing that anyway um and two trades including one from a u.s team to a canadian team was buffalo traded eric Stahl to montreal for a third and fifth round picks in this year's draft and buffalo retained 50 percent of the salary and one other trade was the kings traded for brendan lemieux son of claude lemieux dirty rotten bastard uh, and they sent a fourth round pick to the Rangers in this year's draft. Yeah, the stall one is, is that one's gonna work out for them, I bet. Um, it's gonna work out for Stall, that's for sure. He's probably yeah. gonna get out of that trade, right? <laughs> the the I mean, best part just... about the, the best part about that whole deal was so Dave talked about it a little bit, right? They cut the quarantine in half, so a Canadian team made a trade immediately. But the best part was. Eric Stahl had Montreal on his 10-team no-trade yeah. list. In order yeah. to get out of Buffalo, he's like, don't care, send me anywhere. It does yeah. not matter. It can't be as bad as Buffalo. I think <laughs> I think the uh, if you're playing for Buffalo, your no-trade uh, list becomes a trade-me-there list. Yeah. <laughs> trade me anywhere but here list. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's trade-me-anywhere list. Yeah. <laughs> Except if you're uh, Cody Eakin or Colin Miller, you ain't going back no to Vegas. No one's going. There, there was um, there was a a Reddit user who wanted Cody Eakin back, and I'm just, I'm not even gonna. It was Cody Eakin's burner. Stop it, Carl. Probably it could be Cody Eakin's burner. <laughs> uh, and the and the L.A. Kings making blockbuster moves for that playoff push. You see, uh, they smell blood in the blues, in the blue waters. So. They Sorry. came out earlier and said they were not going to use any assets to try to, to beef up for a playoff run this year, which I completely agree with. And then they go out and a fourth <laughs> round isn't a lot, but Brendan Lemieux is not going to provide anything to that, that team. Like he's not a good player. Yeah. He just I, didn't do anything. Like, it just, made no sense. He's a pest. 
I mean, like his dad. we are talking about this race between Arizona, LA, St. Louis, and San Jose, maybe. And the, you know what the reward is for making the playoffs? Having to play either Colorado or Vegas. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah, would, you go out, would you go out and spend a lot of assets just to go and get clobbered? Like, no. Round one? Like, yeah. Also, well, I mean, on, it's on playoffs, a, though. On, on, a, on a small little touch, how disappointed is the NHL in their current playoff positioning run going because of these new divisions, right? They're all locked. There's two playoff runs. There's two playoff, um, whatever, down Race, the stretch. Races. Two playoff races, yeah. So the, the North is all locked up. Like There's the four teams. We know have. the four teams, yep. The Central has mm, uh, that, Nashville. That fourth team in the yeah, North Na- is kind of if yeah. it's so. No, it's not. Look no, at no, it again. it's not. No, it's not. Uh, it's not look at the points. 37, 35, look and 35. Look at the games, 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 games played. Games in hand. It's uh, not even close. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not even close. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, not to, not to. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I see, I see, I see now. Not even close. Yeah. Move on. Um, Central, you got Nashville and Chicago, so you got two playing for one position. Dallas too, starting to uh, uh, show up a little. Bit. They they have a shot, but I mean, okay. and they got some games in hand, but mm. uh, and Columbus the, can turn it around. I don't know. They, it's still a race. It's still a lost, race. They, they lost to Detroit yesterday, and they're tied right now in the there's, third period. There's three teams up. and that fourth spot in Central. It's the same situation yeah. Yeah. in. in it's, the West. They're playing for one spot. Yeah, so yeah. the West playing for one spot, and the Mass is. Locked four. up. Those four yeah. are locked up. So it's just there's two playoff races coming down the stretch where you got 20 games left. So it's probably really disappointing for the to be, NHL to have it already. To be, to be fair, there off. is there is the seeding race too, though, because they like for example the Colorado and Vegas race. You yeah. want that first spot. You, the East, uh, the, the East have th- four flying for the first spot. Carolina and, then, and Tampa. Yeah, Carolina, Tampa, and Florida starting starting to dip. And the the, the skosh, I have no idea. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> they but keep yeah. going to overtime. Like even yeah. even Toronto and, and Edmonton. I mean, take that game to overtime. It doesn't really do anybody any good. Same thing with Vegas. Did not. It didn't hurt them because they were tied, obviously, with Colorado. But if they could have won that game in overtime, it would or in uh, regulation, it would have meant, meant a lot more to not give that loser point away. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, who wants to uh, take the next one here? Uh, I'll take it. The uh, NWHL returns. Uh, they postponed uh, their uh, their tournament uh, because, due to COVID uh, on February third, and uh, but they have returned and they finished their tournament. Uh, Boston Pride defeated Toronto uh, six to two, and the Minnesota Whitecaps defeated uh, Connecticut. And the title game, Boston Pride won uh, four to three to win the. Uh, Isabel Cup, which if you if you didn't see any of their celebrations on Twitter, uh, was great. All their all, all their celebrations were great. Uh, I, I they caught were the very, end of the game. Yeah, it's it was I I was watching the Henderson game, so I couldn't catch uh, the game. But man, they 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 look so happy, and I'm so happy for these ladies. And I really wish they 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 have a stable women's league. Uh, yeah, they need one going. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing my Boston hat today. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's. I'm so happy for the congratulations to the Boston Pride. It was great. And I'm, uh, I'm glad that it was covered on uh, NBCSN. They kept the game on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Some, some 
national recognition. Yeah, that and was, that was actually very. Uh, it was trending on Twitter a lot too, which is great. During that the, the during uh, the um, their little bubble, it definitely was. Yeah, because uh, in the bubble they were uh, streaming it on Twitch, which was getting a lot of viewership too on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, but also at the same time of this was the college game between the five overtime game last night. North Dakota <laughs> versus uh, um, Minnesota Duluth. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was such a good game too. Started at four o'clock our time yeah. and went till yeah. like ten thirty or something. Yeah, I actually caught some of the game. I was watching the Henderson game and after mm-hmm. Henderson it was still going. <laughs> Where was that game being played at, by the way? In North Dakota. <sighs> Yeah, in North Dakota. Okay. Yeah, it was in North yeah. Dakota. They had fans. They had fans there. In North Dakota. Yeah. I mean, Kobe yeah, I knew there was there. fans, but I just yeah, didn't Kobe. know where it played. So, so time wise, what time it was when the game actually ended there? Midnight. Yeah, I think I think they're central, right? They are. Central. Yeah, they're central. So congratulations to the Boston Pride and the uh, uh, North Dakota was it University? No, Minnesota. Uh, uh, the Luth. Oh yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, the Luth. Minnesota the Luth. The also, and I mean shows how much I follow college hockey, but they won the last two national championships. I had no idea that they were yeah. back-to-back, and then last year it didn't get played, obviously, so this year they're going for three in a row. Their, uh, senior, their senior class knows nothing other than going to the Frozen Four for the national championship, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of – like I was talking about earlier, Eric, that a lot of the bigger schools in the NCAA for hockey haven't been doing well in hockey. They get some good teams, but then they shit the bed in the tournament – and it's all of small schools that have been winning the NCAA title the last few years. Yeah, Bemidji State had a big um, upset versus uh, Wisconsin in this series. So, I mean, I, I hope it, it – ESPN's currently covering it. I hope now that their partnership with ESPN and the NHL, they'll start – they'll continue covering uh, the NCAAs. I, I, for it to get a big, bigger uh, audience would be really cool, and I know that Vegas was talked about as wanting a fro- Frozen Four in the future, so yes. that would be really cool for Vegas. So – um moving on you got unlv ends up moving up to d1 one of these years too like yeah, arizona state did yeah for sure yep um big news of the week or it was big news early in the week the nhl fired tim peel over a hot mic incident which uh i i don't know i i'll get everybody's opinion on this i think it was a non-issue we know that game management happens right like we can all sit there. We've all been at games or we've all text each other as the game is going on. And long before this Tim Peel situation came out, we've text, Hey, Vegas better score here because the next one's going to who, uh, insert team because it was a soft call or we were hey, saying Vegas it yesterday. Had... Yeah, no, it just, it happens. It's just game management was a thing before. Um, the bad thing out of it was the very next game you had a, um, referee Eric Furlat cover his microphone as he was talking to a player. You so mean our best friend Eric Eric Furlat, yeah. Yep. So it just—I don't know—they sh- they didn't fire him first of all. I guess was the big thing. Yeah, they a lot of people assume let him go for the rest of the year because he's he retiring. Just wasn't, he, he, not signing any more games. Correct. He wasn't going to call another game, so they're still giving him his his pension and all the stuff, which is good. The issue with this is he's been a bad referee for. 20 plus years he's just been a he's been a pretty bad referee if you go back and look I mean for the most part he's been thought of as a bad referee but if you let him continue to be a referee you don't take his last game from him like to me let him have the last game let his family be there let the players send him off the right way I thought it was a chicken shit move either do something about it and say that you don't like referees having game management which clearly the league does like or don't do anything about it right just say hey 
it happens. Game management was a thing and move on with life. Or also just make sure you're not saying anything stupid over a mic that could be on too. But see, the, my point on it is he was no, he was so nonchalant about it because it's not an issue because he mm-hmm. is directed by the, by the NHL yeah. to control and the game. That's how it's, it's, that's, he, that's, so it's, you're it's, preaching to the choir. It's too fast paced of a game to get every call right every time and not miss something. And you can call a miss, penalty. If, if they yeah. call the rule book, you can call a penalty on every single shift. Yeah. And, and so, you know, they, they manage the game. Like you're saying, like they, they try to even it out, make it fair and make it competitive. Like I forgot who I was listening to, but somebody, it was one of the national guys that basically said, if you, want them, if you want them to call the rule book, you'll have 10 penalties a game and the game will be unwatchable. You can't have that many yeah. penalties. It'll just be unwatchable. It'll be, so, and it'll be a six hour game. Cause they'll have to stop and explain and review every fucking penalty. Right. Yeah, and yesterday's game, there were so many missed calls for both sides. It just wasn't even funny. Yeah, oh, and, and the, the, yeah, Vegas. And then when they did call one, it wasn't even a penalty. The no yeah. wasn't a penalty. But then the earlier where they tripped, I think Pacioretty on a power play, like it should have been a yeah. five on three. There was yeah. And it's funny because uh, the the biggest because of because this whole Tim Peel thing happened. Colorado started bitching with that non call on McKinnon in the overtime of the trip. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the, the big, like this whole situation made it even a bigger firestorm instead of actually calming it down. Instead of actually turning off the fire, it actually made it bigger. I think uh, for doing this. Yeah, uh, I didn't agree with them sitting him down. I, I I agree with you, Carlo. They should have just addressed it and said, "Hey, if you want us to call the rule book, we will." But you guys will hate the product, right? Yeah. Like just. Yeah. Unfortunately, he just, said something. Maybe you suspend him for a week and let him get his last couple games, and then move on with life. I forgot or which. Just let him finish out the regular season. Just don't give him any playoff yeah. games. I, I I forgot who which player it was that came out and says like, yeah, this is this this was normal. Like this is a this is a normal thing that referees do. They um the uh, call games. Like, well, well, there's two things to talk about. One, Tim Peel was talking to a player. Yeah, the hot mic situation was him talking to a player. So obviously. It, the players know about it, right? So there's mm-hmm. one. Two, Dave, on, on your point, um, when the outgoing referee retires, they don't give them playoff games anyway because they like that big show so they can actually schedule their friends and family to be at their last uh, game. A- I've known referees that don't stand the cup finals before. Yes, yes, absolutely. Sam, there's been referees that they had their final game be the final but Elliot game Friedman on 31 finals. Thoughts was wrong because that was where my information came from that they said that they do not give them so maybe it's a newer thing and maybe, you're talking about maybe. It, maybe you're talking about the 40s I apologize <laughs> I wasn't alive back then Jay who's a history buff here come on you are yeah. hey, this is history time with a but so <laughs> it's just also and I, I don't know who gets a bigger kick out of this do you guys know why that hot mic situation happened it was an audio guy thought that the game went to commercial. So he was testing to see if it worked and it made it onto the broadcast. So talk about like a Mike's. bad situation that never should have happened. So, you know, that audio guy has to feel like shit. Cause he got a guy forced retired just by listening to something that he shouldn't have been doing. So it's the same situation with remember earlier in the year when, um, there was a headset and, the, and some dude on an open mic said, Oh, that that's a good goal. And they called it a good goal against, uh, I think it was Columbus that never should. So, I mean, NHL, Hey, fucking shut up since it's forever. I think every league fucks up shit though. We just, we just follow the NHL more. So we notice it more. I guess that's true. Yeah. 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 
All right. So, uh, so last one here is a uh, St. Louis legend. Uh, I, I don't know how to say his last Bob name. Plager. It is Plager. Um, so Bob Plager uh, at 78 passed away from uh, what sounds like a cardiac event that led to a traffic accident on the highway. So uh, original member of the blues played 11 seasons, you know, had lots of different roles with the organization, including uh, coaching a handful of games in the early nineties, but um, you know, just sucks. You hate to see all the, the legends uh, pass away at, at any time, you know. If any people out there follow the Blues Notes pod, they had a lot of good information about him. And I mean, he was, I think he was even a part-time general manager at one point. I think he did broadcasting for him. I mean, he was all over that organization. So it, it's, it sucks. And I know like Tom was really, really affected by that. Um, he said it happened from half a mile from his house. Oh, wow. So for those guys there so we send our sympathies to them and to the family yeah and so uh so that's it for this week uh yeah we'll we'll be back next week to talk about uh all these kings and wild games so hopefully we go four and oh i guess it's gone and godzilla versus kong yeah we yeah, are yeah. definitely covering godzilla versus kong, guys. <laughs> well all right until until next week uh we'll we'll tell you all about the lasers then opposable thumbs <laughs> <laughs>